Welcome to the sixth edition of Tomorrow, the Old Mutual Investment Group annual thought leadership publication on all things related to responsible investing and green growth. We've selected contributors from across the financial ecosystem, including asset owners, consultants, asset managers, economists, advocacy groups, and government representatives. The themes explored in this year's publication span issues such as long-term systemic risk, resilience, inclusive growth, green financing innovation, impact measurement, and stewardship. We know that no one single actor can solve for long-term system risks on their own, and so have created this thought leadership platform for industry discussion and knowledge sharing. Welcome to the conversation. Your participation is critical to our shared success. It's my great pleasure to welcome Yanina Slowski, Head of Investment Consulting at Alexander Forbes. Yanina's contribution to this year's publication is on the finance industry's role in regenerating our economy. One of the big persistent themes in this year's book is kind of cross-industry collaboration. So Yanina, speak to us about the importance of cross-stakeholder alignment on green growth themes. Green growth for us in South Africa right now is just such of critical importance. If we don't get it right, we are literally not going to save South Africa. And it means everyone needs to pull together. So whether it's business, labor, government, political parties, we have to pull together to make it successful. And it's extremely encouraging that we have seen such positive working together across all those areas. You know, I wanted to maybe just sort of take you back a little bit around the different stakeholders across the industry. So obviously, as an asset consultant, you guys sit in an important nexus in the industry. It'd be interesting to hear, you know, what are your clients saying to you about alignment and infrastructure and green growth? What are some of the conversations you're hearing? Very, very positive. I mean, every one of our clients would love to invest into these types of investments, provided they know that they're going to be well managed and that they'll give good risk adjusted returns but also very critically that they liquid. So all of this conversation about investing into 20-year projects, et cetera, very, very few of my clients can allocate anything of that nature for such a long-dated illiquid investment. The liquidity, very key. And so speak to us a little bit about that illiquidity gap. What are some of the innovations that you see coming forward that might help here? Look, I think the major comment we want to make is that a lot of focus has been on pension funds as a sort of their assets for uh, infrastructure. But the size of the build is massively bigger than the percentage of assets that pension funds can allocate. So you need to be pulling in all investors, private sector, trust foundations, international investors, everyone. And a key part of the innovation is trying to find ways to leverage whatever assets can come in to create some liquidity so that a wider base of investors can actually invest. Mm-hmm. And so when we speak about the infrastructure plan for South Africa, from where you're sitting, what progress are you seeing at the government level? Amazing progress in the last two years. So the plan has not actually changed that much, but the execution of it is starting to come in line. So a great deal of effort has gone into the SIDS initiative, Infrastructure South Africa, to actually get projects ready to be invested into. And the way they've done it is actually bringing in the private sector, the banks, uh, the experts on knowing how to actually implement these types of projects so that what we're starting to see in the pipeline are actual investment opportunities as opposed to previously where they were potentially nowhere close for investment. Just in terms of infrastructure investments themselves, if we think about liquidity and the different sort of ways one can participate in these investments, either through debt or equity, where do your clients sit on the debt or the equity side? As I said, most of them would love to invest, 
but really struggle because of the illiquid nature. So obviously we've had quite a lot of innovation over the years of investing particularly into bond funds where there's some level of liquidity, for example, through listed bonds, government bonds, municipalities, etc., and then some level of the liquidity. But obviously a lot of it would be short-dated debt. So even though it's a liquid, it's still going to pay out coupons and have a short maturity less than five years. The infrastructure we're talking about is much long-dated. 20 years, essentially. So that's the financial innovation we need right now has to be different to get liquidity. I'm curious to hear your thoughts about what's going on in the renewable energy space around a lot of the private equity players exiting and potentially looking to some of these REIT structures as listing vehicles. Is that potentially a, a way to create liquidity as well? Yes, definitely. Obviously, we've got interest coming through the JSC in terms of green bonds, project bonds, anything that can end up in a category where there's liquidity. And obviously, liquidity tends to be relative because some of them don't trade hands often. But still, the fact that you're getting an independent price and the oversight of the listing is incredibly exciting. I think it will definitely extend the ability of investors to put money in. This is a subject I'm extremely passionate about. And everyone needs to be passionate about. If you look at everything that's gone wrong in South Africa for a while, but specifically this year with COVID-19, it's just shown how diverse we are as a society between those who have and those who have not. And the only way you bring those two together is to actually create jobs, create finances through taxes, etc., to actually build up people who don't have at the moment. And the infrastructure build is exactly what can deliver that. Nothing else we've seen has the ability to turn South Africa around the corner. Yeah, and there's a bunch of that infrastructure, which, depending on how it's orientated, has also the ability to solve some of our longer-term climate systemic risk as well. And so the infrastructure choices in terms of old economy versus potential new economy, those are some interesting ones that are going to have to be made over the next three and five years. And one of the points I wanted to make in the article was about attracting international finance. We don't have enough assets in South Africa to pay for all of this infrastructure. But there are obviously international investors who want to make an impact. So they are looking for investments like these. But obviously also have companies that are trying to do carbon offsets. So if we can make this infrastructure build as attractive as we can, we potentially attract investors who want to help us convert to green energy because it's good for us, but it's also good for them. That's incredibly exciting. But obviously, we're in a queue with many other countries right now. We have to be more attractive as an investment destination if we're going to attract that type of finance. One last, maybe just personal anecdote, if you wanted to add on to the end. What are you personally looking forward to in 2021? Well, I have to carry on with my, the subject I'm passionate about, <laughs> execution, execution, execution in terms of infrastructure. I just, my heart goes out every time I see poor people starving and not getting health in the midst of COVID. We can make a difference as investors. We can actually make a difference to their lives. So I'm hoping to see that 2021 brings not just green shoots, but massive shrubs starting to grow. We've really got to make a difference. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it, you, Nina. Thank you for listening to Old Mutual Investment Group's series of podcasts, which form part of our tomorrow publication in the context of this year's theme of building resilience, 
Yanina discussed the importance of green growth in regenerating the South African economy. To attract sufficient capital to execute the infrastructure build needed to do this requires developing investment vehicles like green bonds that are more liquid and can be more readily traded. If we can make investing in infrastructure more attractive by offering well-managed liquid investments that offer good risk-adjusted returns, we can draw in a wider sphere of investors, including attracting international finance. To read our latest Tomorrow publication and to listen to our other podcasts, go to oldmutualinvest.com and join with us as we collectively work towards addressing these long-term issues.